The Bellarmine Forum presents Footnote Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars. Here's your host, Christopher Mannion. Today we're honored to have with us Father Linus Clovis of the Archdiocese of Castries and the island of St. Lucia in the Caribbean Sea. We're talking about the developments in St. Lucia with regard to life. Father, what's going on these days? I'm afraid, like in much of the world, nothing good. Yet there's always a springtime, we can hope. Um, On the negative side, unfortunately, we have a government that's not particularly pro-life. In fact, only last year they were calling for legalization of prostitution and the decriminalization of homosexuality, which, of course, are serious issues for us. Um, But on the other front, we also have um, abortion laws, which are um, quite liberal. And um, we, we, we have a very difficult fight um, on that front. The springtime is, though, that the Archbishop and the Archdiocese, of course, um, is in strong support of life. In fact, I'm the director for, for the Secretariat for Family and Life. And um, we are hoping, we're planning to open up um, a um, clinic where we can assist women who have um, what they regard as crisis pregnancies. So we can assist them in, in helping them carry their child to term and um, provide all the things that are necessary um, in, in that regard. Uh, it, it's a sort of an uphill fight because we have Planned Parenthood, or at least their um, associates, their assistants, and they, mm-hmm. they, they've given us uh, a good fight and they try to resist anything. That's, that um, smacks us uh, or um, is likely to enhance and um, encourage life. Now that brings up a question that I ran into many times in Latin America and the Caribbean, and that is the American agency called the Agency for International Development. Are they active in St. Lucia? Yes, they are very active. In fact, they, we can almost say they've implanted themselves into our structures, particularly the education the health structures. So, for instance, um, in our education system, we, the World Youth Alliance recently uh, at, uh, has have been trying to um, establish a pilot um, program in which the children, and we're talking about primary as well as secondary school children, um, can can be taught uh, the basic human dignity and, of course, mm-hmm. chastity in particular. Um, and we found, we found that within the ministry, there is a certain mentality which is funded um, generated by um, the organizations you mentioned, the UN, UNESCO, and so on, who are determined that before you even teach a child about chastity or even sexuality, you give the child a condom. You know? mm-hmm. And it's, it's that bad. Um, I can speak from personal experience where I've seen in Catholic schools, you know, the most gross, um, uh, disgusting material, something I would not even ex- expect in a secondary school, but in a primary school, you have um, pic- um, pictures depicting um, condoms of different kinds and sizes oh, wow. and female as well as male. And it, it really is horrible. And the, 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 the strange thing is this is kept secret. You know, it's not something the parents are aware of. I came across it purely by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so we have the children being corrupted without parents even knowing it. Speaking of the parents, what is the population of the island and what is its Catholic population? Okay, the population is between 160, 170,000 people. Um, Catholics, we are about 50%, mm-hmm. um, which is um, significant because just 30, 40 years ago, we were counted 90%. Yes. So there's been a, a sharp decline in the Catholic population. Most of it, um, the weakness of the church, I'm, I'm not ashamed, on this, I'm afraid, I should say, to say so. so the weakness of our priests... Um, the failure to evangelize and to properly instruct our people, and then the very aggressive proselytization and evangelization by the fundamentalists um, who are very anti-Catholic, um, and they come in like lions, and um, they, they play on our people's um, simplicity. I remember in 1989, in August, I was in Peru, and... Uh Mother Teresa was there for a wonderful meeting hosted by the Cardinal Archbishop of Lima. But that same week, Jimmy Swaggart, a fundamentalist preacher Mm -hmm. from the United States, was in the city filling the Lima soccer stadium three nights in a row, 90,000 people a night. Mm -hmm. God wants you to be rich. The Catholics want you to stay poor. Mm -hmm. And he was packing them in. Yes, yes. It's amazing. Um, how gullible people are, but but then of course, poverty is not a, a very um, nice position to be in if you do not understand the reasons for it. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. And um, that that is something that we need to get into our people's psyche, um, because now you said Jimmy Saga to say God wants to be rich. Yes, but when they leave, are they rich? In fact, they've been mm-hmm. defrauded of their birthright. Yes, you know. Well, now, with that in mind, uh, what are the prospects of, with the planning of a, a clinic, of a pro-life center, possibly even uh, competing with the Planned Parenthood folks, of the Catholic community and the Catholic parents supporting uh, in a not only prayerful way, but as a network to strengthen your efforts and to give them some breadth and substance? Um, I think the prospects are very good because one of the things I'm working on, in fact, is the association of Catholic families. That is, families who are promised and who will live by the teachings of Humanae Vitae and all the other documents that flowed from that. But also, our people basically are pro-life. They pleasure loving, and, of course, the consequences are very evident. But I'm convinced that if they see something positive like that, they will give it support. There there is still a love for children, um, which which is, of course, always a good sign. And if we can get into the media and promote it, mm-hmm. then um, that, of course, adds weight. Because the, the other side are in the media. And mm-hmm. they do, um, in fact, only this year, we, we had a, a supposedly responsible medical doctor um, who was calling for the morning-after pill for girls, you know, mm-hmm. as, as young as 12 and mm-hmm. you know, 13, and perhaps even younger. He's saying they should be available to all. Mind you, he's a pathologist, and so he's, as another doctor friend of mine said, he only deals with dead bodies. So that would explain why he he would um, promote such 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 a a, a a drug that is known to to cause so much harm 
you know, to, that, to young bodies. That brings to mind a Russian novel by the novelist Gogol, Dead Souls. Oh, yes, I remember reading it. Uh, yes. Well, Father, I know that our listeners can certainly pray for your efforts. Oh, please, and, please do. Uh, the Population Research Institute is very active in the Caribbean, and I know that your prayers and spiritual guidance have helped the organization tremendously. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us today for this interview all the way from St. Lucia in the Caribbean Ocean. Thank you very much for the opportunity. God bless you you and your listeners. You've been listening to Footnote, Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars. Footnote is brought to you by the Bellarmine Forum. Copyright the Bellarmine Forum. All rights reserved.